Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Chris, joined by my brothers, Adam and Eric. Hello. And we are back in the room once more to give our take on video games. Eric, I really enjoyed that. Hello. I feel like that's a hello you used to do that you stopped doing. And you just did it there again today for the first time. A long time. That was really nice. Just uh, felt in the energy in a moment, you know. I liked it. I was like, hello. I started wearing a monocle and a top hat and everything. Be all like, you became the Monopoly man. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we're not here to talk about board games. We're here to talk about video games. And in this week's episode, we're going to be giving our take and some speculation on what might come from the future of these consoles, the consoles that we have at the moment, but what might what further developments might come out for certain consoles and what we hope to see from certain developers. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of speculation in this um, and then a lot of uh, hopeful wishing too and our own personal uh, hopes and takes in this. Uh, but if you're watching this on YouTube, we'd love you guys to join in on this conversation. So make sure to jump down in the comments at any point to share your thoughts. And maybe you follow certain like leakers or, or news outlets that maybe we've missed out on. And at some point when we're talking about, oh, we think Nintendo will do this or we think PlayStation will do this. Maybe you'll have a little bit of insider information. You're like, well, actually, I've been following this guy and check this juicy shit out. Pwah! There's the KFC console. Um so you might be able to let us know about that stuff. So if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to jump down into the comments. And if you enjoyed this at any point, give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click that notification bell. If this is an audio platform, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you like to listen to us, you can also touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Brothers Take, to talk about the future of gaming. But anyway, without further ado, let's get back to the future. Okay, so to start off with today's discussion, um, I, I'd love to start with the VR, PlayStation VR. Yeah. And the reason I want to start there was because a little while ago, there was all these little videos that came out, uh, little PS5 shorts that were like showing off the different features that it does, like haptic feedback or, uh, you know, HDR and all these little things, right? Mm-hmm. And in one of them, it had PSVR. Mm-hmm. And everyone kind of went, what? Because it's like, there's been no mention of the VR working with the PS5. That hasn't been mentioned. Is that an announcement? Is that an official announcement? And kind of nothing's been said on it since then. And even like certain games that have come out. So for example, Resident Evil Village, which came out not, lo- not too long ago. Um you know, didn't come with VR when Biohazard had VR. Mm-hmm. So there's a, I think there's a lot of questions at the moment as to what is happening with PlayStation VR? And what do people hope to see from... Like, do you think there's going to be a VR 2 or do you think they're just going to add in some kind of feature that updates that uses the original no, VR? There's definitely going to be a VR 2 because the, the controllers were announced. The controllers were shown. Oh, really? Yeah. 
uh what was that look like beginning of year this year i think are they kind of like the do they just look like variations of the original kind of remotes no No, they look like the uh, oculus kind of style the ones where they're like they're little handles uh with a kind of circle that goes around your hand oh and it it would use not the camera for tracking it would have its own built-in tracking kind of stuff like that um so it's 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 very clear that the current vr headset is not going to work for any of the new vr games that are coming out i'd imagine i can't see them wanting to support it if this new headset is going to have a lot better tracking um you're not you know but the original vr you're tied to just facing the screen essentially you couldn't do much room movement yeah yeah um and that this looks like you know there's a lot less cables and stuff like that because i imagine that's what the USB-C port is on the ps5 because you, when you think about it like that yeah it's ha- there have you ever used it uh i don't think so no no i don't think so in fact i did try <laughs> using it one time to try charge the controller and didn't work oh i've used it um to pair with the controller at times no well the the actual port not the oh you mean the one on the back of the console no the one on the front there's yeah, a I've US- used that there's a usb-a and then there's a usb-c I think I've used that. Because <laughs> the, sure the, the charger, the cable that comes with the PS5 mm. is a USB-A yeah. to USB-C. So the, the, that, that uses the front USB-A port to charge and sync the controller. Right. But that USB-C yeah. port is, is not being used. Just sitting there. Now, you think co- that's going to be for the VR then? I, I would imagine so. Either that or it's for high speed expansion but i don't really see the point in that when you can expand the internal at some point in the future so i i reckon it's one cable because that was the issue with the vr in the first place was that you had a separate box there's two cables going to the front of that for the vr headset Mm. then there was two cables coming out the back one to the playstation the other to the television and then another cable coming out of the back that goes into the front of the PS4. It was just yeah, a, like it was crazy. It was mental. Whereas yeah. I think this is going to be simplified all down into one single cable. That USB. I think that that makes sense as a development. But I wonder is there other things that it's going to do? Um, like <laughs> will they put haptic feedback inside yeah. the headset? Do you well, think they will? No, no, not, not the headset. In the controller, in the controller I, for sure. I yeah. Surprise! Imagine in the headset. <laughs> That'd be fucking horrible. <laughs> no, no, no. But they would imagine have the, the, yeah, the vibrations and shit. Yeah, yeah. Every time, like, if an enemy punches you, it, it'll <laughs> vibrate at the point of contact on your head and everything. <laughs> become in too a film, big. isn't it? That's in. Oh, maybe it's that. Well, it's Ready Player One. They have like the whole. They get upgraded suits so they actually feel all the hits and feel every single touch in the video game. Is that in Demolition Man when they're like getting it on? Oh yeah, and it's also yeah, it's in Demolition. weird yeah. weird sequence. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> these are all the inspirations for these kind of VR headsets. When yeah. do you think we'll see an announcement then of a PSVR two? I'm surprised that that not uh, hasn't been already. Uh, I'm expecting to see something maybe in the summer at some maybe the end of summer or maybe even september 
Yeah. Like, do you think maybe they'll try and aim a launch for this Christmas? No. There is rumors of a another PS5 next year. Oh, like a, a slim, so to speak, or something like that? Maybe not slim, but possibly a redesign. So maybe it's just different colors. Black, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's five bulk. It's actually just bigger. Um, there might be... <laughs> <laughs> like a there might be a, 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 a slim slim down a little bit but i imagine it's going to be things like you know reducing possible fan noise or improving the like making it quieter much more efficient and things like that because some units have had, had suffered from making noise while yeah. running yeah um so it's going to be just an iteration on the current is on the current design i imagine and that would be a good time to launch with the vr what I want to know is when are they going to release um, a solution to the storage problem on the PS5? Yeah, they're, they're uh, have you guys run into storage issues uh, every day? Yeah, and I have two PS5 games. Yeah, I have two PS5 yeah. games. Well, I just bought. I'm um, always deleting stuff. I bought an external hard drive because there's no point in keeping your PS4 games. On the SSD. So oh, I just... yeah, I, I, I have like, I'm pretty sure the vast majority, anything that's PS4 is on my, I, I have an extent, I have extended storage, but yeah. that's full. So I can't store anything else on that anymore. And so at some point oh. I have to start using the PS5. Okay. I, And then I'm like, Jesus, maybe I should just get an even bigger, you know, extended storage. And move everything from that to that. Uh, but I'm a bit worried about losing shitload of save files along the way. Well, no, the save files will stay on the console. And they also, the install to, file. they also save to the cloud. So you could probably uninstall a bunch of PS4 games off the external that you're not using. Well, I have done recently yeah. to play the Mass Effect Legendary yeah. Edition. Because I had to. And it wouldn't install. That's 100 gigs. So Yeah, that's 100 gigs. Well, it's wow. Free. Three games, so it is three games. Yeah, yeah, not too surprising to be honest. Um, and there is some significant changes in it. Um, no, it's just, yeah, it is as annoying with like if you want to play Final Fantasy Seven. Like I don't have external hard drive, so I I don't put any, I can't put anything onto it. But like I know Integrate is coming up soon, so I'm like I'm obviously going to keep Final Fantasy Seven on the PS5 so I can experience that. Yeah. But that's like 40, 50 gigs. Cyberpunk I'm going to keep on at the moment. For when they release like free updates and and DLC and stuff, stuff yeah, yeah. but sure, that's over a hundred gigs, including all the new, all the like expand, yeah. like all the yeah, shit yeah. that they do. Demon Souls is fucking fifty something gigabytes. Ghost of Tsushima is fifty or forty gigabytes, and it's like this is fucking horseshit. I can't <laughs> fucking. Well, the the size of the files isn't horseshit, obviously, but. That's, the, that's just but the, the way fact they that they, they didn't really think to go, hmm, games are probably going to be a tad bit bigger, aren't they? We should probably, you know, but not I, I, put us 500 gigs. But I feel like they must have known, though. I, like, I feel like there is a solution coming. I just oh, don't yeah, know why there isn't any word on it yet. And it's going to be something you got to buy, and it's going to be something that PlayStation sell. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think... No, no, they've... they've no? Um, no, that was the thing that they... You see... Microsoft went down that road where they were like, okay, if we make it, we can package it and we can sell it. And they have been doing so. So they, yeah, yeah. they've had a solution since day one, which is essentially a memory card that goes to the back of the system. It's a great solution, oh, but it's yes, yeah. very expensive. 
and Sony's solution was to go a little bit more open with it so that you you could get a third party so there will be like Samsung will make one or Sandisk disc will make one Toshiba or is it Toshiba yeah whatever will will make um expansion. that can store your PS5 files yeah so you'll be able to put it directly into the into the machine the thing is though that Sony at the time de- designed it around it being um of the type of SSD that isn't available yet they're starting to become more available now mm. I think you can buy one from Western Digital but not even that has been uh, tested by Sony to confirm whether or not it, to, to buy it uh, Western Digital say it does work but it's not you know I, I would wait to see what Sony says first um, but there is a, a memory shortage on the market all right right like ram for example is hard to purchase and ssds and and ram i i believe share a lot of the same technology so there due to covid and stuff like that there is a shortage of memory yes yeah yeah so they're, they're just they, i imagine that this would have been solved like beginning of this year had covid not happened and i think Fuck that's you, COVID. probably why it's so much shit <laughs> but it, it, it shouldn't be long now before and i imagine it's not much of a priority for them either no um, no because... probably not like it hasn't stopped people you know nobody goes well then i'm not buying this new game that i want because i have to clear up storage but it is a minor inconvenience you know it's not the end of the world but it's a minor yeah. inconvenience to have to kind of play it's kind of like uh, you know when you play resi 4 and you have to rearrange your case and yeah. yeah, that's a fun mini game in and of itself. It's like that now. Every time you want to play a new game on your PS5, you gotta rearrange what's what, and you gotta delete some yeah. stuff, and you know. Yeah, no, it's, I, I agree. It's a, it's a huge inconvenience, but I, I think it's just um, the way they're probably thinking about it now is that they can't meet the demand of PS5 sales. Never mind memory storage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I I would yeah. say the memory storage issue is probably worse than the end of the world because with the end of the world, you wouldn't have to worry about memory storage. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Eric. Tough, get, tough, get, tough. Get right tough. on it, lads. Memory storage is key. Key to the future of, never mind the future of gaming, yeah. the future of our but own mental well-being, lads. <laughs> I do I do wonder with uh, the fact that they're updating like a lot of games on the PS5. Yeah. With the VR2, are they going to be like compatible? Because I know like Hitman, Hitman Trilogy is now on VR essentially. Oh, that's a good play point. It. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I do wonder like with with the do you have to still have the VR one just to play all like Resi Seven and stuff? Yeah, or... that is a very I didn't even no, think I, of that. I, I would I would reckon point. it'll be backwards compatible. It'll be I reckon it'll be backwards compatible, but you would be limited uh, to certain games. Well, just limited to the gameplay that it's offering. Like it wouldn't have any of the enhanced features that uh, right, VR yeah. two would have. There is, I imagine there could be some possible games that wouldn't be compatible that really rely on the light bar of the, of the PS4, or perhaps you do need a DualShock 4 or something like that. Mm. But I imagine that they would implement backwards compatibility. Yeah. It'd be mad not to, really. Yeah. Mm. That'd be really nice. Otherwise, well, all the games yeah. would have to be updated for the VR2. Well, maybe that's what's going to happen, actually. You know, yeah. in a similar way to games that get a PS5 update, 
any of the VR ones might get a PSVR2 update. Uh, that, there could be something there, like because you would imagine that there is something that the PSVR2 does differently other than, you know, managing wires better. Like, you'd imagine it, they probably are pumping something else. Oh, I think it. that would be literally it. And, yeah. and that's that's cool as well. Like, if it does that, great enough. But I would imagine that the, the, like, if there was anything where they were like, oh, you know, if I could get a second go around at the VR, what would I add now, now that I can't? Well, see, I think... Right? Yeah. You I might. Think, I might think, feel like... like, Oculus have cracked it. And I think Oculus VR is how you do VR. Mm. And... Uh, Sony's offering just can't compare to to the Oculus. So I imagine the VR2 is literally going to be the Oculus, essentially, in terms of all of its features and capabilities. It's just that now it can play on a PlayStation. I I can't see them doing anything wilder than than what the Oculus can currently do. Uh, Only because, well, VR in itself is special enough. I don't think you need to add anything... Like haptic feedback, for example, like that's in Oculus and Vive. Yes, that yeah. was there before the the DualSense came out. You know, I just hadn't experienced it yet. So when I experienced haptic, I was like the 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 child on Christmas morning, and I think everyone else was like, "Yeah, Chris, we all knew what haptic feedback was." I was like, "I didn't. I just thought it was a cool visual in the videos." And then I blew into my controller, and I fucking <laughs> and it blew my mind back. Um. Yeah, so if they have a haptic feedback with the with the VR, like VR2, let's say, if they do make it pretty much Oculus Rift, and they update all the games, all the VR games, and you're playing Resi 7 in VR, and Jack comes up behind you and fucking decks you. Are you allowed to feel that in your face? <laughs> no, you, no, it won't be like that. It, you'll feel in the control. <laughs> won't you? Oh, no, there won't be haptic in the in the. No, they, they can't. No, no, no. They can't. Vibration that knocks you out. You're on the fucking floor. <laughs> they might do yeah. something a little bit, though. I could see them maybe adding I, small sensory features. I was thinking for more yeah. environmental stuff, like if it was raining. You'll kind of feel it. Yeah, yeah you'll yeah. hear the rain in your ears, and you might feel it, and you're like, holy shit, like this... That's it feels just, like it's fucking raining, but that's, that's, that's a fucking to... that's a torture method. I could see them. <laughs> I, could, I could see them doing something like that. Something yeah, like that, yeah. too, like a real light effect. Nothing yeah. crazy. Nothing, you know. Imagine they, <laughs> they do something like Doom in VR, and as you blow shit, like the blood oh, like splatter on your face, the blood splatter you feel yeah, on your. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be... I was, I was oh, just thinking that. Be good. Would it I ever saw, get like... Doom though? That's the thing. Yeah, that's it. Doom's gone. Bye, Doom. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just thinking about that, like when you were saying doing about the blood spider, I was thinking of uh, when they introduced Hitman into being, yeah. I think it was Hitman into being VR, and this girl came down, she went, I think I'm living with a psychopath, because as it says, filming <laughs> her boyfriend, <laughs> who has this guy, and he's beating the guy's head off, like at the side of a table, like in, in Hitman or something, game like that, and therefore right. I was thinking of that, and that idea of like the fucking head, guy's head, blood splattered all over your face, yeah. and feeling that. <laughs> Um, that's what's fucking weird. That's why we're talking about like VR games and stuff. Uh, there's kind of there's two questions I want to get around to, but one of them is uh, currently, what's your favorite VR experience or your favorite VR game that you've played? And that'll lead on to the, the next thing, which is more looking to the future. Uh, mine's either Beat Saber or. I mean, that's hard to beat. It's fucking great. Um, I'll, I, yeah, I won't. 
I'll 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 have a I, I yeah I want Skyrim VR. Just <laughs> you just did, mate. Yeah, but I won't I, I won't will linger not on say it. Skyrim I will not VR. linger on it. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, there's no need to go into why. But actually, the, there's <laughs> my my first ever VR experience was with the HTC Vive, and it was one of the um, Steam Labs VR experiences, and it was just fucking amazing. It was like. It's basically these stick f figures. They all look like stick figures, and you're on top of a tower, and you just have a bow, and you have to take out all these, you know, defend your tower. And it's yeah. like, although aesthetically it looked like kind of Minecraft with stick figures almost, it was like fucking hell. I'm legless defending Helm's Deep. Like it, <laughs> it was just. And the thing is with the with the HCC and the Oculus, like the screens are so much better than psvr like psvr is like this is fine and it's a great experience and, and it's it's still immersive but yeah with with the other ones the screen is so good that like you can barely see any pixelation whatsoever oh and man the that was the first time as well that i ever experienced haptic controls was in in the hcc so when you're pulling back the bow you get these little feelings that actually feels like the, the string is actually drawing in right the hand. tension it's it was like it was really wild i was like how is this working like how does it actually feel like weight that i'm pulling Mad, isn't um it? and it's just things like like i don't know if you could get a whole game out of that but that that and beat saber yeah yeah th th those are good shouts amazing um eric what's your favorite vr experience to date uh ooh, to date okay Three three games popped in mind. Beat Saber is a good shot. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. Yeah. It's a fun yeah. game. Yeah, it's a good workout. It's great to keep in shape. Holy shit, it is. Holy yeah. shit, it is. It is. I mean, actually. just for I a quick a game that's very quick to get into the into what VR can be while simple and then also being able to fully nerd out is uh, Arkham VR. Oh you're yeah. Fucking, you're a fucking Batman. I forgot. If you get the mask and put it on, you're like, oh my god. You look in the mirror, like, I'm Batman right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I've ever been so giddy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What was the uh, third one? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's only the first one. <laughs> you said I thought Beat Saber was the first. No, one. Beat Saber's honorable mention. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Go on then. So the second one then is that 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 London heist thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That was I was cool. like, yeah. Holy shit! I'm like, it's like Guy Ritchie and John Wick fucking slapped together, but the car chase is like the fucking Matrix or some shit. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's really just a Guy Ritchie film, and the way the story is told is like, this is class. I actually got that game, uh, that the the game that came out after that, but I never got around to playing it, which was the Blood and Truth one. Oh, okay. Should play it then. I know I should play it, but it's... You have a list of stuff to play, I suppose, I really at this do. point. <laughs> I, I really do. Um, luckily, I should have time now to... Hey! But, uh, yeah. It yeah. is a commitment, though, getting into the VR. Surely is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, especially with all those wires. wires at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this is why in the this is why PSVR 2, come on, one wire. Or yeah. wireless. Holy shit. Maybe you just Maybe. stick a little thing in, and it's just, like, connected... Like a little you know dongle I mean? or something? Yeah, like a dongle or something. And it, and maybe it's going to be wireless nah, altogether. Yeah, won't work. No. Why? Is it that just won't. too good to be true? Or Man, they went to fucking space in the 60s. Not, yeah, but like VR is so reliant on... 
Uh, <laughs> more so than in other versions. Like, uh, you know, you can play 30 frames per second on a console and, like, you yeah. can do. But uh, VR, I think the PSVR is 90 frames per second. Yes, right, okay. And I think the aim is to try to get 120. There's no way you're getting that wireless. Ah, okay. 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 Look at we can dream. They did that. also say there's no way you're going into space. They, they did also say that. <laughs> uh, uh, they did it in the 60s. <laughs> I think Eric is on to something. <laughs> um, like, yeah, and a tinfoil capsule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the VR2 will just be made of tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure their prototypes look like that. I'd love yep, to see that. I would love to go to whether it's Sony or, or Microsoft's like labs where they're like prototyping mm. these things and they're just like sellotape together kind of weird contraptions yeah <laughs> check so, this shit out yeah a lot of them are, are that <laughs> yeah eric what was the what was the third the game? third one was the was the probably the most workout i have ever done ever in my life right super hot VR. Oh, that's a great one. Holy yeah, fucking shit. If you want to feel like you're in the Matrix without playing the, you know, Enter the Matrix back in 2003 on PS2, Hot VR is literally you putting on a VR to go into a virtual world <laughs> where if you don't move, time doesn't move. And then if you start to slowly move, time speeds up. Hi, ah, people everywhere. And if you get hit once, you have to do the whole thing again. I get fucking sweat by the end of it. It's almost Holy like crap. that first wave of games were just brilliant, and then they kind and then, of there's no more, then there's no more VR. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It is strange. Um, I I probably experienced the least amount of VR out of the three of us, but um, uh, like there's ones where I could say no, technically that's probably the best, but for pure fucking fanboy, like I mean the Arkham thing was just that that was just a dream. Rocksteady didn't have to do that, but they and it doesn't make sense. And <laughs> fuck the story to it, right? Like it doesn't make sense. But you get to look at a mirror at one point and turn your face and see that you're Batman, and you're like, this is. Every time there was like, we're gonna make it feel like Batman, and then they did that. Like, wow! <laughs> <laughs> I just geeked out so much at that. I thought that was just an amazing, immersive experience that was uh, literally transformative in that moment. Yeah. I was like, VR has some serious like, um, uh, capabilities, you know, or or possibilities even for the for the future. And so, with that in mind, what would you like to see from future VR games, or or you know, what do you think could work as a future VR game? I really want to see more kind of like I think the yeah, it's great getting into the, like putting the cowl on and being Batman and being in the Batcave. But I think the core mechanic of that game, which was fun, was the detective work. Mm. Um, I I think like a noir style detective game would be really cool. Something really stylized, uh, makes you feel like you're in like a an old film or something like that, and um, just trying to solve a crime. Because I, the thing with VR, it's it's interacting with the environment. It's picking things up. It's like doing the like yes action is great and all but i think in vr it's just like about immersing yourself in the world yeah and there's only so much I, like you can't pull off an uncharted thing in a vr no uh, you know that, that yeah. you can't really 
do that. I think, you know what, Quantic Dream, if they worked on a VR game, that's very... Yeah, it would be cool to see those, like, the, the you know, you choose what yeah. you want to say and yeah. your responses and what other people... Like, that would be really cool. That'd be cool. And then, like, if you play it again, the story actually might go slightly differently. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. but you're not... That is one thing that VR cool. lacks, is is replayability. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that would be a cool, cool idea. And that only came from you saying the noir thing. I auto- I automatically thought of like, what would Heavy Rain be like in VR? And I was like, holy shit, what if those guys made a VR game? <laughs> that, that would actually... Yeah, that seems like a no-brainer. Like, that should be... Their next, their next step, yeah. Get on yeah. that, guys. Get on that. Yeah. Obviously, you're listening to us, Quantic Dream. <laughs> you're listening <laughs> to the Brothers Take podcast. <laughs> if you're not, you should be. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not. But I think, I... like, you know, with VR... It's great going to like new worlds and experiencing things, but I think what makes VR great is is visiting worlds worlds you know. Mm. So like, you know, being in Jurassic Park, for example, mm-hmm. or yeah. treat it like a theme park ride almost. Yeah, like even that that time when uh, Battlefront did a small little demo of you in an X wing. Oh, that blew my mind as well. That was fucking. And I didn't really care for the combat side of things, but just. No. Just being able to, like, literally press the button and know which button to press, too, to yeah. get the little thing to kind of come out and, you know, like, yeah, just that's, interacting that's with the That's because you content. use the force, Adam. No, but it's, behind it's like you a nerd's dream as well. Or to d 2 and stuff. Yeah. And when it went to light speed, and you're just like, wow, space is so weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that would be fucking... More stuff like that would be brilliant. Like, little kind yeah. of... um. Almost like those um, amusement rides, which were always simulate, you know, simulator kind of rides, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if they brought more of those kind of to your house with the VR, that'd be fucking awesome. Eric, what would you like to see from like a future VR game? After something Adam said earlier. Yeah, fucking Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings in VR? Ah, yeah. Well, like the whole quest? Or why not? Beyond Helm's Deep, you fight all the Uruka? Fucking class, man. All that interaction shit, fuck that, more action. <laughs> yeah, where you have to maybe play play as one of the Lothlorien elves or something. Just a, a random Lothlorien elf that ends up fighting alongside Aragorn. Ah, then you on... die. No, Eric's, Eric's serious. They he, wants, he wants the whole trilogy. They all die. Yeah, the they whole trilogy. The whole... No, you, you play, you fucking start from... Maybe one some... of them runs away. We don't, you don't know. They make this like... They, atta- they, they purposely make this little attachment thing, right? For this particular game that you have to wear around your neck. And it's 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 also like VR, but it's haptic feedback. And it gets heavier the closer you get to Mordor. <laughs> I think you could just literally have someone standing <laughs> right in front of you just constantly pulling on it. <laughs> You're just like <laughs> Yeah, that sounds I don't be good. know. I, I think that I don't know. Like okay, okay, no, not, not, not the actual thing. But uh, talking about things like Jurassic, like being able to go around Jurassic Park like a tour ride, or going around Middle Earth like a tour. Yeah, imagine being able to walk through Minas Tirith and order a pizza. Like that'd be fucking yeah. amazing. Or going through Hogwarts and going, <laughs> why is this not Minas Tirith? You know, that's like that'd be class. Or even uh, um, like a... going through the Millennium Falcon or the Enterprise. I mean, I think there is Star Trek VR actually. They they could do because I was thinking about the other day, you know, um, 
Like about earlier this year, Man Eater was a free uh, yeah, PS Plus yeah. game, right? And it's like, oh, that's clearly like a Jaws game. And I was kind of like, like, why when they make certain games do they have you play as the wrong person? Like in a Jaws game, you shouldn't play as Jaws. You should play as the human. And Jaws should be the thing that's hunting you. Or it's it, like, that's why Alien Isolation hit the nail on the head. It's like, yes, of course you play as the human and you don't play as the alien, you fucking idiot. Like fucking, <laughs> what was it? Aliens versus predator colonial marines or some stupid shit where you're playing as aliens and predators in first person <sighs> anyway imagine jaws in vr that would be fucking sick where we get to play as a shark the boat. No. oh <laughs> you get to play as the boat <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you're like i need to be bigger <laughs> uh, that's your like mission objective is get bigger uh, <laughs> yeah no, but like that because, and you have to go down into the cage. Like I know there was a VR demo where you got to go into a cage and just look around you. But in this case, the shark would be like attacking the cage, and our mom could play it and have a heart attack. <laughs> I don't actually want mom to have a heart attack, but <laughs> I t- well, didn't we get her to play the kitchen demo before? Yeah, it was very In case anyone doesn't know, the kitchen demos it was a demo for Resident Evil Seven. And it was showing off the, the VR capabilities of it. And it was just a kitchen. And so people didn't necessarily know what they were getting themselves into. Yeah. Um, I would love to see from VR uh, all, all those things. All those things. But also, uh, maybe like, I think that could be like the future of light gun shooters. Which were games that yeah. I quite... Yeah, I don't understand the... why there hasn't been a time crisis. Yeah, oh, big time. Time Crisis are like finally Game Gear Night 2. And <laughs> but I think like those arcade shooters or even like House of the Dead and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, VR is the perfect evolution of kind of arcade, I feel. Yeah, definitely. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, to bring in like light gun shooters in a VR way, because like, when was the last time there was a like a home uh, version of like a light gun shooter? Uh, like there was PS3. a few on PS3, but yeah, more very few, but only towards the beginning of PS3. Because no, I remember... when the move came out, they started doing ones where oh, it was you'd there, put the it? move into like a, into a little, gun um, handle. I remember, yeah. yeah, I remember, yeah. but it just didn't really kick off, did it? I think no, it have more scope with a VR. Plus, you tend to play VR in short bursts because it is quite demanding and draining. Yeah. And those kind of arcade shooters, they're they're short, they're quick. You can play a stage at a time, and then the replayability is I want to beat my top score or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And there could be little mini trophies and challenges and shit. But it doesn't have to be a long, very immersive game. But like, yeah, fucking Time Crisis would be great in VR. I'd love that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. they could easily um, they remade like, those. Like, yeah, they could. They could just oh, man, rem- yeah. remaster for VR because you don't need great graphics really for that kind of thing. It's just like, not for that kind of thing. No, it's just just that's make just... it make it VR compatible. Yeah, maybe add in a couple of like new t- features or something in it, you know. Um, but that would be—I loved fucking, I loved Time Crisis too. It was, that was cool, so it? much. Yeah. Fun. Did you imagine when that guy on top of the train picks up a that giant missile and you've seen it in VR? Yeah, and he's like swinging it at you. Yeah. <laughs> that means fucking and dead. With the the 3D audio as well, you would be able to hear the bullets whiz past you. Yes. Oh, or the, or remember the bit where it's like, you know, there'd be the the laser satellite and you had to like duck or yeah. it hit you and shit like but you would have to physically duck not in that you had to let go of the aim button 
on the yeah. light gun, remember? But this be, time, yeah. you would have to physically duck and then get back up again and start shooting. That'd be fucking great. Yeah, it'd be like uh, a lot like Super Hot in that way. Okay, so we need Quantic Dream, um, <laughs> amusement park rides, essentially, um, yeah. and and reenactments of movie sequences, and well, yeah, uh, like in those fucking time crisis amusement parks, you go to a particular room or door and you click on the door and then you get to reenact that sequence. Oh, so imagine if they released a game called like Universal yeah. Studios. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's different it's universal different. movies that you get, like Jurassic Park, Jaws. Uh, you know what I mean? You go into these different... <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. That would be a cool pack. Guys, do this. Do this shit. So then... Um, so that's what we, we hope to see in the future of VR. But ultimately, uh, we know a PSVR 2 is coming. And we're, we're interested to see when it's coming and what exactly might it do differently other than fix the wire problem. Um... <laughs> Moving on to a console that we haven't talked about an awful lot on this podcast, right? I want to park Xbox for a second because PlayStation is what we talked about the most, admittedly. Um, and we, we have done some talking about on Xbox as well. The one that has gone on the wayside the absolute most on our podcast, and it's not because we have anything against it or anything like that. It's just that the kinds of games we play tend to fall on certain consoles. But Nintendo. Mm-hmm if nothing else, have always had really fucking interesting consoles. If nothing else, right? Definitely. Like, everyone remembers the Wii was just this, there was like, wait a second, the controller doesn't look like every other controller? (laughs) What the hell? Like, this is crazy. And there was lots of actually great, great games for that. There was great games on the GameCube too. Um, And I fucking love the design of the switch yeah it was love at first sight it was so innovative yeah and the only reason i never picked one up was uh unfor- for me unfortunately and uh, there's just not enough games that are exclusive to that console that would make me go and get mm. it for other people i'm sure there is if you're a big mario fan or a big zelda fan i'm more of a casual zelda fan and in terms of mario i could really take it or leave it that was like a, a game boy phase for me but i'm not a huge mario fan or anything but what the fuck could Nintendo do next? Like that is that's <laughs> you killed Eric. <laughs> I think I'm just. What do you? What do you? What do you mean? What could they do next? The what? whole world is their oyster. They will turn the world into a video game. No, but like, like the thing is with with PlayStation and Xbox, right? No point. No point. No PC. PC is just. You have a good PC or a bad PC. They don't release new like, things, really. Um, but PlayStation and Xbox really are going, okay, I wonder what shape the next one will be. I'm what saying this shit. I right? No, but Nintendo, it could be anything. That's the one. It could be anything. It, 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 <laughs> like, what could, What might they do next? I, don't, I really don't know. What do you think Nintendo might do next? Or what would you like to see Nintendo do next? Um, I would like the the thing is with the current Nintendo Switch. Um, there's actually nothing wrong with it. No, no. yeah. the The screen is is fine, even though it's like kind of a very outdated screen in comparison to what you have on other mobile devices. Mm. But it doesn't get in the. It's still fun to play. It doesn't get in the way of that. Um, 
I do think the thing is probably a little bulky. Would like to see it maybe slimmed down if they could. Um, there's really no reason for them not to get it slimmer. The current switch has a fan in it. And with the current advancements in... And I, I, th I think it is an ARM-based processor. The current advancements in the ARM architecture... like You really don't need a fan. No. Uh, now, maybe that... You know, maybe that does affect the performance of the games and stuff like that. But what I would like to see is that the switch um, would prioritize maybe the 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 battery a little bit more. Um, because I don't think that the graphics need to look that amazing. Right. When, when handheld, but the dock then have a separate graphics unit in the dock. That would boost it and enhance it specifically for television. Yeah, does that makes sense? As a so, do you think they should do like a further development or further evolve the switch, as opposed to yeah. a brand new idea? Yeah, I don't really see the point. They've they've hit it. You see, because they've they've been. If you look at their history, they've been working up to this point. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. When you think about it, like Nintendo have always been about. Um, you know, how do we make play fun in in whatever way? Uh, centered around video games, and that's with the Wii, for example. It was a huge departure from you know what they were doing with the GameCube and what the competition were doing. But they were just focused on well, fuck the games, really. Let's just make the action of playing them fun, which is the motion thing. And that blew up, obviously, because the you know both Microsoft and Sony tried to do it as well. Yep. Uh, and then with the Wii U, that was them. Uh, you know, they were continuing. It could still do motion, mm -hmm. but they were they were looking at the 3DS, the this the, this idea of having two screens on the go, which would give you more information while you're playing. Well, can we bring that to the home console as well? So that way, their controller had a screen on it. Mm. So you have your main screen, then your your controller screen. So that's the that's the DS being brought to a home console. And now they've advanced that even further with this switch. They managed to bring all that and 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 into a nicer package, which is still there's a two screen thing happening, which is you have it in your hand or you can have it docked. It still has motion controls with the Joy Cons. Um, it's just um, it, it's it's kind of just a summation of what Nintendo has been trying to do this this um this Switch console. So I can I yeah. really just see them like the GameCube was almost an advancement on the N sixty four or the or the SNES to the NES. I think they're they've found it now, so they just need to keep pushing it, keep pushing what they can do with this particular form factor. It, you both have Switch, don't you? Yeah, yeah, right. Is it backwards compatible? I've never asked that before, but is it? With what? The Nintendo Switch. Is that backwards compatible? With what? With what? Oh, sorry. I thought you said, wait, what? As opposed to with what? With <laughs> 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 what, 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 what? Uh, with other previous Nintendo consoles. So Wii and GameCube and whatnot. Uh, it'd be a bit difficult to do that. Oh, didn't they change completely the... Yeah, it, it, it doesn't no take disc discs. 
Yeah, so you'd be kind of smashing a disc against the console, and it just it wouldn't it wouldn't be nice. They do have. Yes, <laughs> I know. Now I remember. Yeah, they come on little tiny. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. They do out. have. Um, <laughs> Nintendo have uh, similar to like the PS Plus or Xbox mm. uh, Live or Game Pass or whatever it's called now. Um, they have their own version, which is only like. I I think it could be just twenty thirty quid a year or something like that. Right, right. And does it have it's everything? Like, that no, what that does is it, they've made the NES and SNES catalog available. All right, because like so you could play you could play those really old school games yeah, yeah, on Switch, yeah. and that's cool and that's really cool. But like I think that if I was able to play Resi Four on the Switch, no, not just that, but like there's a few like, but if I was able to play, yeah, they re-release Resi Four and everything, Eric. Resi Four is the yeah. other Skyrim. It's on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Skyrim is on Switch, isn't it? Uh, yeah, everything yeah, is on. Is, yeah. Um, you can get the Master Sword. Isn't it? I think that if That's not good. I could play Wii games and GameCube games on the Switch as well as the current. Switch well, what games. what game on the Wii would you want to play on it? Man, the Umbrella Chronicles. Are you kidding me? What a game! I don't care what anyone says. Great okay. fun. Is it a console seller? No. But <laughs> but if it's just their additional, okay. then yeah. But I tell you, if I could play the fucking Twin Snakes and All right, okay. fucking Wind Waker and shit. But the Twin oh. Snakes wasn't a Wii game. No, it was a GameCube game. It was a GameCube game. That's yeah. what I'm saying. If it was Wii and GameCube, if you could play those games on it, um, if there was some way of doing that, then I, that would even be more enticing to me. Um, But the other thing is, I would love to see more interesting Nintendo exclusives. Uh, there's some great ones. Yeah. I'm not like I I know they're th- it's more of a family console and it's more targeted at yeah younger kids. And Zelda is a great franchise and Mario is a great franchise and Pokemon and Pokemon. But I would I would really like to see some other stuff in there. Like PlayStation has loads loads of exclusive yeah. uh, exclusives that make it it's like oh well. That's the one I'm going to follow now. And Nintendo just doesn't have enough for me to make me... In a similar way to the Xbox. Now, Xbox might have it now. Like, I might feel like I need to pick up an Xbox in the future because of how many different, you know, studios they've bought now and properties they've bought now. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to make them Xbox exclusives, I'm going to be like, now you have me. This is this is how you get me. The games is how you get me. And uh, I would like to see more from Nintendo. Um, The one game I really game. wanted brought to the Switch... Uh, still hasn't been and I'm really really annoyed about that because my Switch has been just gathering dust in the the hopes and dreams of this game being released for it. What is that game? Wind Waker HD because they brought it out for the Wii U and it's just abandoned on that console I, I, I really want that game I've really come to a point where I think it's so cool to be able to make older games accessible on newer consoles Mm. i think it's real tragedy in some cases it's different if you're getting remade or remastered because you're like okay cool then at least there's a way of getting to it again and sometimes for the better as well sometimes it's a better version of what you originally wanted but um like it's a it's a real shame if there's like some of the best games ever and it's actually hard to play them like nowadays The original Metal Gear Solid, which is still one of the best games ever made, 
is actually hard to find and play. Hmm. That should not be. That should be like yeah. really accessible. And there's loads of games like that. Like that's just an example, but there's loads of games out there that yeah. people praise was... as some of the landmark games, and it would be great that you can if you're picking up the newest console, you can still play the classics. Yeah, because I, I was talking talking to the lads last night. We were, we were talking about like video games and gaming and all that stuff. Two two of them were playing Resi 8 at the moment. Uh, one of the lads was talking about how um like his he he has like a comfort game that he plays. Whenever yeah. like yeah, you know, whenever he's a bit stressed or anything, he, he played he plays game. And he couldn't find it. And he was really annoyed. And uh, this this I, I think the game was a train simulator. And he just Right. This this game just he loved it and he was just annoyed. So if they I think I think you get really big in the game and if they uh, got on that, that train to remaster it. <laughs> <laughs> remake that. Remake it. Remake the train game. You know what? People would mod that with oh, that would, yeah. decision. I think that, like, of, I think... like do you be Thomas have Tank the five people on this side of the track and the one <laughs> infant on that side of the track? <laughs> That's an old moral dilemma, folks. Uh, I really enjoyed the video, Eric, that you sent of the kid who's shown a toy track of one person on one track, five people on the other track, and the train coming. And the parent is obviously trying to teach the young child um, about morality. And the child looks at the five people and then looks at the one person. And picks up the one person and i kind of thought oh they're gonna do a nice thing where they take everyone off the tracks and they've like saved them all and it's like oh that's really nice of a young kid to do but instead he took the one person put it on the other track with the five people and then ran over all of them (laughs) with the train and killed them all which is what kids do instead (laughs) Um, so Adam, you would like to see a development, a future development of the Nintendo Switch, um, um, I, or, or so, maybe some like a slimmer version with better graphics cards, essentially. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't know if I would pick up a Switch Two, or whatever the hell it's called, or the next okay. Nintendo console, because much like you, yeah, probably there isn't a, a, a killer game for me. Yeah, um, yeah. Even uh, Breath of the Wild two probably wouldn't be enough to sway you. To sway me, yeah. Because I just I really want that Wind Waker HD. If they could just give me Wind Waker HD, but if if they only make that Wind available on Switch two, I'd be so fucking pissed. That would be. You'd have to, you'd have to get it then, Adam. Annoying. I don't think they would do that though, Eric. What do you think, or what would you like to see from Nintendo in the future? Do you do you think they're gonna make a totally new console, or what do you think? Well, as Adam was saying, that's what they tend to do. They tend to kind of look at their console and think, how do we do something different? So that it stands out. You know, like, so when you have, like, the PlayStation console. Don't say that. <laughs> Xbox. Well you, well, you were talking about how... You said they... they did that, but you said that they would stop doing that. Whereas I think Eric's trying to say, they do that, but they're going to keep doing that. Oh, okay. So it's going to be a Maybe, different I don't console. Know. You think they'll make a new console? Yeah, make it a because... They, they do tend to try to stand out and it is what makes them get noticed and what makes people buy them, you know, because you don't buy, you don't usually buy a PlayStation and an Xbox because most of the time it is just, you get one and you you, know, you pretty much have both, like, yes, they, they offer different things or different games, but you're usually going to be buying the one that gives you the games you want, but like, yeah. pretty much everyone had the Wii, you know what I mean? Loads of people I know have Switch 
and stuff. People wouldn't really be big hardcore gamers. They get the Switch because just the Wii games always have some really fun games and really innovative things. So like the Wii was very good for family games, while the Switch is very good for. I think it's really good for college students who are on the go. You know, when they're always traveling, they can put on oh, yeah. Pokemon or they can put on Stardew Valley or Citizen Kane or whatever that move that whatever that game is called. Yeah. What's that game called? It's not Citizen Kane. Um the one with the but yeah, we had No, you got little islands and everyone plays it. Animal stuff. Crossing Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. That's definitely nothing uh... like Citizen Kane. <laughs> 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 Animal Farm would have been a more like yeah. like a closer mix up oh, Citizen Kane. What's that one called? Like I thought you were talking about uh, uh, um Ah oh, now I can't think of what it's called. <laughs> you know there is an old there's an old game about Kane, uh the fucking Wrath of Kane. Legacy of Kane. I was thinking of, I was like, Are you talking about that? Is that I didn't know that was on the Switch. But that's not what you're talking about at all. So there are, as well like, as like uh, the Switch is, is like there's so many third party based games like so there's games that you can get on a Switch that are also on PlayStation and Xbox, <laughs> and I I would I I I never actually purchase any of them just because you can get them cheaper on PlayStation and Xbox and they perform better. It's fucking hard to decide. Like yeah. uh, Switch games are too expensive, I think, in comparison to the competition mm. that i think if if there's a sale on on a on another console i think nintendo needs to give pricing uh over to the de- developers and let them decide a little bit on what the pricing would be yeah yeah they're just they and you never see nintendo games go on sale breath of the wild is still like 70 quid yeah that's kind of nuts i think in some ways they're not i don't know keeping up with the kind of the the market that in that way and it's kind of a shame that they seem to have become in well maybe it's different in different parts of the world but where we are nintendo seems to become a niche or definitely the secondary console and never the primary console and that's like the bracket they've fallen into maybe they're happy with that because they're like well if we're everyone's secondary console then we're in every home yeah, but yeah, yeah. at the same time i would think i think it would be really cool if they could find a way to make themselves like a oh shit that's actually a serious contender to be a primary console. In design, the Switch is that. It's fucking genius design. Yeah. yeah. In what it offers game-wise, I feel like it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not. And I, ju- I wish there was more interesting games and that they performed better on the Switch. And that would make me um, want to pick one up. However, I agree with Eric. I think Nintendo are going to be working on a new console. Something Maybe different. it'll be... A, yeah, I don't know what... Now, what it could be? No idea. Can't even speculate what it could be. But I could have never speculated the Switch. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like, I there, think... when when I was looking at the Wii U, if someone had said, what do you think Nintendo's going to make next? I probably would have went, I don't know, the, the Wii upside down. I don't know. <laughs> Another Wii. Like, it might be called the Switch something. But I think it will be a new console that does something the slightly switcheroo. different. <laughs> Nintendo switcheroo. So yeah, I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe they'll announce it this year. Maybe not. Maybe it'll be next year. I don't know. But um, 
I, I do think that they will, and maybe they'll announce a new console that is completely backwards compatible and it'll have multiple inserts or something. And that's going to be its thing where it'll take any type of disc or whatever they've had in the past and it does everything and you pick it up and it is a screen. Maybe it'll be just a little dongle that you stick on your television. And you control it with your mind. No. Like, I, Nintendo could do anything. It'll be, I imagine it'll be Switch compatible. Like, compatible with the Switch cartridges. But, uh, no, I mean, even the Wii, like, the halfway through the Wii's life cycle, they got rid of the GameCube compatibility. So, it's yeah. only the first batch Why? of Wii's was compatible with the Why? GameCube. They, they, it was too expensive. Not... It's too expensive to have a part that can read old games for a market that isn't taking advantage of it they're not that interested in competing either are they no they're very much what you just said which is yeah and what eric was saying it's just it's, it's interesting it's people like they dominate the handheld for sure yes oh yeah yeah and i don't Pretty think, much always have. like you know the yeah they, i don't think they they see xbox or playstation as a competitor like they they even had like the collaboration with Xbox as well. Yeah, well, I and I think vice versa. I don't think PlayStation and Xbox see Nintendo as a competitor. No. I just think they see them as. They I might actually start think they seeing, admire them. They might start seeing <laughs> Xbox as a competitor with the, uh, the X Cloud, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because Possibly. that would be mobile on the go, but um, I think what would be the possible biggest competitor for Nintendo is actually uh, Apple. Apple? Yeah. Why? That's interesting. Uh, just because of their... So Apple seems slowly to be going into the gaming space. Last year, yep. they announced Apple Arcade, which is the five quid a month subscription, where you get access to a bunch of different mobile games. Um, and they have that whole... Well, you can play it on your phone, you can play it on the tablet, you can play it on your computer, you can play it on your laptop, and you can play it on the Apple TV. So you can right. kind of play it kind of anywhere, anywhere. really. It's, it's almost mm. got that transformative experience as well. Now, that does require you to buy multiple very expensive accessories. But if they... Then there's talks of them wanting to go a little bit further into gaming. And instead of... When you think about like what Eric was saying there about college students, right? Yes, Switch is fantastic for college students, but most college students have a phone. If they could have a phone that could play fantastic games, would there be much need for a Switch? Good point. And I think mobile gaming in general um, is near... The mobile phones are going to be another... Well, in some cases already are a console. Uh, in and of itself um you know if it's capable of running certain games and i think it's only a matter of time before more and more like high quality games become available on phones Um, and even and then if you look at the types of controllers that are being developed like the likes of the backbone for example for like the apple phones or whatever but there's def there's more versions like that where yeah i think uh razor have one as well yeah and it'll give you you know basically if you have one of those, and if Uncharted 4 could run on your phone, you could play Uncharted 4 on your phone. You know, if it could, hypothetically. Yeah. In which case, 
you could bring high quality games anywhere with you all the time. That's that's competition in the future. Well, that's what if Nintendo makes a pair of shades that when you put them on, yeah, press a button, and the whole world becomes a fucking video game. You've just reminded me. That's the Nintendo VR. You've just reminded me of the video game based movie of Dead or Alive. Have you ever seen that? No. Nah. Yeah. And the the villain in it, uh, played by Eric Roberts, he has a pair of shades with a, a little thing on it that sucks in all the information from the nanobots which he put inside all of the fighters and the tournament was actually a way of scanning and... <laughs> 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 someone actually wrote this scanning and studying the different fighters so that when he wears the shades he has all of their abilities and he can fight and block anyone and he can kick anyone's ass as long as he's wearing the shades. As soon as the shades get knocked off, he can't fight. He has no idea how to. <laughs> so while the shades are on, I don't know, it's like they do analytics or something. And he knows then how to block and shit. So he decided to put this incredible, amazing technology into a pair of sunglasses. You know, if you got hit once... <laughs> They would fall off. <laughs> like, the, you know, I know, yeah, the Matrix, but that was a simulation, man. It's go watch Dead or Alive, everyone, if you haven't seen it. If you want to watch another shit video game movie, <laughs> fucking shit, but great crack. Out of all the video games to adapt into a film as well, you know, it's bizarre. Some of them, it's really bizarre. Some of them, but anyway, you reminded me of that when you mentioned the shades. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like you're playing a game with your shades, and if someone ever taps on the back of the head, you're out of the game. Uh, <laughs> you off, yeah. uh, you're walking around trying to collect Pokemon with your you're shades. Like, um, you know, I think it's Johnny English Returns or something like that, or Johnny English Strikes again, and he, <laughs> right. he tries on the VR, but uh, something ends up going wrong, so he ends up walking off the, you know, the the moving platform. Right, right, right. He's on with him, yeah. He ends up he ends up going off that and he just it's wireless. So they're doing what they should do with VR and make it wireless. So he ends up going all across the streets of London and stuff, but to him he's like going through a house and he's practicing how to be a spy. At one point he goes into a library and in his in his vision he sees a bad guy. But across the library just a guy is reading. So he turns and he picks up a book, but he thinks it's like a kitchen tray or something like that. And he just fucking fucks it out of his face. Where he's like, no, he slides. He slides against the table and whacks him in the head. And it runs into an elevator. And it just like ages. <laughs> he fights those people. So that. This is why this is why they're not wireless. <laughs> um, so then moving on from Nintendo, uh, we're certainly not leaving them out. We need to come across to Xbox. I kind of I feel like Xbox have already nailed what their future is. And that's Game Pass. Yeah, I, I still... I'm curious as to what they might put out in the future, but I don't know if they're going to focus on any kind of gimmicks. Not that I'm trying to talk down on the likes of VR and all, like it's kind of like a gimmick to like, you know, come over to our side, we've got these cool, you know, we've got a handheld version and we've got a VR or whatever. They're additional to the console. You still have to have the console itself. And you know, like... Yeah in a way where Xbox at one point, Xbox One had the Kinect or whatever. Like, I don't see 
them doing another one of those. Do you? Do you think they'll do? No, like they that? seem I... to be. No, they seem to be. Like looking at the the subscription model, and as long as you have a huge catalog mm-hmm. that can draw people into it, and the the Xbox itself, you can see that with the S and the X, is offering you two hardware solutions to gain an access to their service. But the the future is that you'll be able to access their services on anything. I gave XCloud a go. Oh yeah. Um, it's playing on my phone. Um it it's yeah, it's definitely not there yet, but it's um it's interesting. It's interesting to be able to play Halo on your phone. And what yeah, I was just about to ask, what's the catalogue like on XCloud? It's Game Pass. Whatever's on Game Pass is on Wow. XCloud. So there's like you can play some serious like blockbusters on your phone? I played Skyrim on my phone. Take your shots, folks. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like that's fucking cool. That's really cool. Um, and when it, you say it it's is, not, gear, it, that's the thing, it, though, that it, it is laggy or what? Well, that's the thing. It is cool, but I wouldn't play a game that way. Okay. Um, and it is to do with that. It, there's like you know when you're watching a YouTube video and just like you know the the background like whether let's say there's like a vignette or something like that. The going from the different color like dark to light or whatever like that there's like all this kind of pixelations and it's like the visuals just look really bad okay um okay and it would get choppy at times and stuff like that now that just comes down to my i was playing over wi-fi um not that my wi-fi is bad or anything like that but it just goes to show that this ideally you need the best conditions of 5g if you're going to play over cellular yeah, or you need to be hooking it up directly to your Ethernet. And you can't download a game then from XCloud Gaming. No, no, it's just being streamed, so it's like yeah. their version of Stadia. You see, I like it's a cool idea. In it, look, to me, it's like I don't know. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. I like to have the Blu-ray. Streaming is cool, but I like to have the Blu-ray. And when I put well, on the Blu-ray, the Blu-ray, 100% is always going to look way better than a stream ever yeah. will. And it will always work, so long as the thing I'm putting it into is, works. works. Yeah, yeah. But it's not going to, halfway through, start lagging or freezing mm. or just shut off altogether and go, there's an error, you can't play this now. And you're like, fuck me! It was just getting good! <laughs> and that has happened to me on every streaming service at some point. And um, yeah, if gaming goes the same way... I mean, yeah, maybe it's like super accessible and easy. Maybe that's good for like people who are like, well, look, look, I don't want to pay 70 to 80 quid to try a game. I don't know if it's any good. They don't do game rentals anymore. Like, they don't, don't do know. demos. Barely anyone does Barely demos anyone anymore. Does demos. Like, how do I know if the game is fucking for me? And half the time, the trailers are bullshit because they're either done with live action actors or as Ubisoft do, they make CG trailers that are not showcases of the game at all. So you're like, I'm really taking a gamble on buying this fucking game. Like, so maybe yeah. then you're like, yeah, streaming is the way to go because I get to try them out. But I I like quality over quantity. So I I I yeah. would. I mean, want, the X Cloud thing a cool is... additional service, but I don't want it to replace. Is what no, is. and I don't think it would. Uh, I think it'll actually be years away. I think mm. Microsoft are very clear on like they know that. Because um, yep. X Cloud itself is a, it's a beta, so you kind of have to sign up to get access to it. Right and. 
they still have like the game pass service they still have physical games they're very like they, they can see like that's the future we're going to try and get there we're yeah they have just, like a roadmap I we're think. just not there yet so we need to you know continue to support the traditional console solution until we can get to that point they offered it as a beta so that they can allow people to try it and give feedback so that they can learn from that and improve the service unlike yeah. google <laughs> like <laughs> i think microsoft out of all is doing it the the right way mm. but their, their business model confuses the hell out of me i don't know what <laughs> what right, they're right, doing right. like because it's like I... this it's like this is too generous what you're doing is too nice for a corporate <laughs> corporation like I, I what's the catch here <laughs> right you're like expecting you know? something in the end and i'm sure there will be something in the end but i think at least there's um you know where you could see each console has like a future right playstation seems to be these big budget exclusives and I think they will focus a lot on VR in the future too, right? I think mm. that they yeah. toyed with the idea the first time around, but the second time around, they're going to take it to a whole new level, I think. It's gonna, there's going to be a lot more VR the second time around. Nintendo are really focusing on that secondary console, that take it anywhere with you, that family fun thing. Um, for me personally, it hasn't made me buy one, but they're going to they're gonna continue down that road. It's been successful for them. And Xbox are really looking at, down the line, people will subscribe to us to play our games, right? That is yeah. going to be our model. That's our future. And we're going to offer so many games. And that is why they are spending a fortune buying big games right now. <laughs> big studios, yeah. Because yeah. that's the future. I really do think that um, even though at the start, some of those games might be cross-platform, eventually it will lead to exclusivity because there's but, no yeah, point cause... in having a subscription service if people can just get it elsewhere. Because yeah. uh, all the... Pretty much all the future Bethesda games, they're all ex uh, exclusive, aren't they? Well, Starfield is going to be, right? There's questions about what will happen to Elder Scrolls. I thought I thought they could said that that was... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I actually think it would it be very a much be, yeah. clever move. Not that I would want it because I would. Want I mean, to just Morrowind pick the game up, was, but... in terms of console, Morrowind was an Xbox exclusive. So, yeah, I think it will be on Xbox and PC, and not on PlayStation and Nintendo. And I think if I was them and I owned it, that's exactly what I would do, because that's a con. Elder Scrolls Six is a console seller. A hundred percent. You don't think so? Mm. With the fact of. Fallout 4, Fallout 76. Some people, I think, their their fate in the yeah uh, yeah, but slightly it's, been... it's, they'd, they'd have to. They're always going to come around though. Like I mean, I think yeah, it's still El it's Elder Scrolls though. Yeah, like I think I I Fallout's cool and all, but I don't think Fallout has as much levity, or gravitas, or scope as um, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I mean, I I hope it's never did. Sure. If it's only if it's exclusive, I'll probably talk about an Xbox then. And I'm very interested <laughs> to see Starfield because I'm interested to see. Aren't they, I think um, Xbox and Microsoft are going to own E3 this year. Probably. Maybe if Bill Gates E3. is sitting in his mansion with just a pair say, of shades. Just say with a pair of E3. Yeah, there is one. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's digital, but there is one. Because lots of added. People... 
lots of people have said they're not going to be at it, and other people said they are going to be at it. Like, for example, here's an interesting one. because so it's just Microsoft. It. Microsoft are, are going to do a lot at it. I don't think Sony are doing it. I think Sony no, wants to do their own not, thing later, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I think Nintendo will be at it. No. No? No. Nintendo what? have pulled out of E3, like, five years ago nearly. Oh, sorry. Okay, well, right, it's, it's pretty much a Microsoft event then. Ne like, nearly everyone has been pulling <laughs> out of, of E3. Microsoft have been the only ones continuing to go into E3, along with, I think, Bethesda. But now <laughs> they've bought them, so it's still just Microsoft. And uh, well, they're, they're going to be at it, though, right? Like, I think Starfield... Well, as, part of, notice, as part of Xbox Showcase, it, yeah, probably. Yeah. Unless they decide, no, actually continue your own, just showcase, showcase your own, maybe. But I think they would. I think they would. I think they'd be better off doing that because essentially they get two showcases then. Do you know what I mean? They get yeah, two... but I, I think it probably it would, you know, it would really benefit Xbox's brand if they just had the test after show. I get what you're saying. The people don't see it as a separate thing. Yeah, because in the past, Bethesda had their own because they were multi-platform at the time. Mm. Sort of like, this is, you know, we have this coming on mobile, we have this coming on PlayStation, we have this coming on PC, we have this coming on Xbox. But now they could just... It's an Xbox only. Well, there definitely is an E3 because Greg Miller is one of the hosts at it and he was talking about it on Kind of Funny Games. But here's the interesting thing. I think this is really interesting because we've talked about a certain game developer before who were slated to be at it and then only a little while ago pulled out. But they said they did originally have something to show and then they were like, actually, we're not ready to show it just yet. Okay. K Konami. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there is. You can look it up if you want. But Konami were slated to be at E3. And then pulled out. Slated uh, as in they had a slot, not as yeah, in yeah, yeah, like they, yeah, they were going to be at uh, E3. I, I see. I heard that as people were like, "Oh, fuck you, Konami, we don't want you." Just like, <laughs> yeah. like, well, probably. Like, well, that that probably happened too. But because I have said before that I think Konami need to do their own little event where they show off a couple of games. Yeah, yeah. I think they are going to. I think they're going to. Oh, if they if they're like we have something that we want to show. But actually, we have like two other things that we're nearly ready to show. We're just not there yet. Why don't we just fucking hold back and do our own thing? Oh, it's going to be Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. And they're ready. Because that that's a smart move nowadays when everything is digital anyway. Own your own showcase. Yeah. You know? Um, I think they will. I think it's going to be fucking cool. Everyone's going to be like, oh my god, it's a Metal Gear Solid remake and it's fucking Silent Hill and it's fucking Castlevania! I do think this is going to be the year now that kind of goes like uh, Xbox have shown like what they can do with hardware and what they can do with services and there's a good promise yeah. there but I think this is the year where they're like okay this is what we've been working on bang 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 here's all our, our games yeah I think like, it's going it's to be a good show like I think by the end of this year from different at different little events and different outlets. Not that we need to get lots of games this year, but in a, like when we were talking about where are all the games, it wasn't necessarily like, why aren't they in our hands right now? Um, ultimately, I think what we want to see is, and not even dates, but you know when the MCU did that Phase 4 announcement? Yeah, yeah, that's supposed to be what we need, yeah. Something like that, where it's like, this game's coming, this game's coming, this game's coming, and you're like, holy shit, they're doing what? All of that, and you're just so excited 
and everyone's just speculating online for a long time about what's it gonna be and when's it coming out and you know just pure excitement yeah we need to see that at a couple we of events be great that would be great um the real question is in the future of gaming consoles forget playstation and nintendo and xbox those are small dogs those are puppies come on where is the kf console where is it happened to that (laughs) it was a joke was it (laughs) they did make it it? oh yeah no no i'm just i'm more like yeah definitely a joke it It looks nice it looked nice. They didn't I, actually I, make one though. Like it, they didn't they make didn't it. Make one. Yeah. It heats your chicken. <laughs> and yeah. it, it plays yeah. Facebook games. Is that what it plays? No, no. It it played like it had a. I think it had an Nvidia GPU in it. It it could play PC games. <laughs> <laughs> How much is it? I'll fucking buy it. It looked cool. Chicken? It was like six hundred ninety nine quid or something like that. Maybe I can't remember. I, I might wait till it has a price, or like as then it goes down in price. I don't. But think, like it was, it was I don't black. think it's available to the was, public. I don't think it is. It was like obsidian black, wasn't it, with like what? red lights and shit? Yeah. I, I it was so funny because I remember everyone was telling me about it first. Yeah. This can't be real. And they're like, lock it up, and it's designed to look like a chicken bucket. Yeah. And I was, all I could picture was the actual chicken bucket. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, and then I looked it up. I was like, that's actually sweet. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it kind of looks like. Stylish. What's the name of that? Adam, I think you got it. The the not uh, I don't want to say the atomic bomb. That might sound dangerous on the internet. Uh, the uh, the trash can, the Apple trash can thing. Yeah. What was that oh, called? Oh yeah, yeah. That's a Mac Pro. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of like it looked like a nicer version of that. Kind of looked like that, sort yeah, of. with red lights and stuff. Yeah. Though, which is uh, actually it was pretty cool design. Like to yeah. be honest, it was, it was it's cooler than the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. <laughs> ah, I know. Ah no! Come on now. Get out of it. It kind of looked like an Alienware PC. Look it up, anyone, if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, Do check it out. KF Console, it's called. (laughs) (laughs) Even the name. Yeah, it's genius. It's so fucking funny. But you're also like, what? (laughs) Why would. (laughs) Yeah, it's that's so confusing. (laughs) Want to get the console business. Yeah, it's such a strange one. Is there anything else um, down the pipeline that we haven't brought up or any other crowds or developers that you wanted to bring up? Um, Well, I I think it's interesting that we've got the three main kind of gaming console companies, Nintendo, Xbox, or or Microsoft, and and Sony PlayStation. Um, But there are three other players as well well actually four right that never really get any real attention because they're mm-hmm. more like they're in the gaming space they're in the gaming market but they're not like they're almost hiding in the shadows <laughs> right right that being steam uh valve mm. with steam yeah right, big player in the in the game space as well as yeah. you could include you know there's 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 epic games and there's ea and stuff but they're, you know they're on other consoles but facebook facebook's <laughs> facebook a, gaming a, yeah. a gaming uh platform and then obviously google them with with stadia yeah and yeah. uh and and now recently enough apple with the apple arcade so at any point what could be really weird and we've seen it before in the past 
any one of these companies could end up kicking one of the other companies, the main tree, mm-hmm. just out of the fucking marketplace altogether. Yeah, well, the interesting thing is they're not selling consoles. No. You can they get their hardware. Games. They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's not like in order to continue playing Steam games, it's like at some point, you know what I mean? The Steam games are going to like stop. And in order to continue playing the Steam games, you need the new thing that plays those Steam games, right? Which is how these... how consoles work. Consoles work, right? And look, I get why people, like, you could easily go, well, then, yeah, why the fuck would you play a console? I kind of like the whole console cycle thing. It's exciting. It's kind of fun. And it's cool to see the new shit. But, um, and it means that there's stuff that the games are doing that previous consoles couldn't do. And that's always exciting, right? Um, but that's not to say that, like, with Steam on PC or whatever, you know, people are constantly building their own PCs that are much better than previous PCs. Or people are, you know, always upgrading their PCs or getting new graphics chips and shit like that. So they do keep up with, like, the newer technology or the newer games and stuff. But it's just interesting, yeah, that we don't put them in the same conversation nearly yeah. as the home console well i think it's probably because like okay actually let's remove steam from the the thing come on steam you're only more, a provider it is come more on, of a get store that's a store you're a shop you're um, a fucking shop <laughs> i constantly update. i don't think steam's it's going constantly... anywhere and i don't think steam's ever going to have a, a problem in the future but no and they'll stay as they are they're fine okay so between facebook google and apple as mm-hmm. kind of in the gaming space but could become way more serious in the gaming space which one of those do you think has the highest chance of having a success as becoming um, a, a gaming company, so to speak, to some degree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then out of the main tree, if one of them was to be to fail and, and to get kicked out of the, the marketplace altogether and replaced by one of the other ones, which one of those three would get replaced? I... I think Google will probably be the most successful. Okay. How come? Because uh, it's on like every PC. It's in pretty much nearly every phone. I think Apple products are quite niche in the sense of not many people would get them. Mm. There's there's still there's still this almost stigma against its pricing and everyone would look at it like, oh, well, it's ridiculous pricing and people who get them are nonces and all that sort of stuff. Like, um, so I think Google would probably be the most successful because there is a dislike for Facebook mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So I think Google would be most successful. Yeah. And then based on the fact that it is a second-based console seller, I almost think it would replace Nintendo. Nintendo or Sony. I think Microsoft is fine. I think Google would either replace Sony or Nintendo. All right. Um... I, I really don't know, because I kind of see them all... I, I see your logic as well about um, Google and Facebook. Uh, like, I th- all right. I, I always... I like Apple, right? And I like the technology that they have. I like their style and their design, and I think they bring out great, great shit. But I think, ultimately, Google and Facebook are more accessible. Because you get them on everything everything and so as a result yeah 
and and the cas- I think the casual gamer is not always into like oh i'm not talking yeah no i'm not talking about and all um, that right yeah yeah i'm not talking about like being being a casual player i'm talking about like if any one of these three decide now become like serious yeah they're 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 dipping their toes into gaming a little bit so if one of the three Mm. decide to finally say okay we are actually getting into gaming now properly we're wanting Mm -hmm. to take on xbox nintendo and playstation which of those three would or at least be more successful in doing so and replace one of the existing three i don't know which ones they would replace but i think if any of them were to do it um i would be inclined to think apple and that would be based on um i think they could actually build an apple something that is like a con a new console designed to play their games Oh my god, they could call it the iCore because of like an Apple Core. Yeah, that could be cool. Uh, that would be that would sound cool. But I do like I think of all of them, they're the ones that could come out with this new new piece of technology that's going down a different road, not competing with what the others are doing, mm-hmm. but genuinely like this is a new thing we have. Um, because yeah, I don't know about like the other two. Like Facebook gaming is always going to be, I think secondary to what facebook's primary function is yeah well i was thinking more oculus their their oculus thing is like their main oh their, yeah yeah that's yeah. their main gaming well i would say their more serious gaming platform yes yeah 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 um, yeah. um but look I, I to be honest i'm probably the wrong person to ask because i haven't really gamed on either of those and hmm. so i i can't really come from a from a, a background of like oh, one of these does it particularly well. I could just see the way the way Apple markets and the way Apple releases their, its technology and the way it innovates. If one of them was to become a big player, it's not yet, but they, they have potential to do so in the future, I think. Yeah. I would also say Apple, because of their recent chips, their um, M1 chip <laughs> that they've made. Right. Which is it's like he—he he already fucking knows. It's fucking—it's ridiculous. They've recently just put it into the iPad, so they're able—they're right, able yeah. to put it into a device as thin <laughs> as an iPad. Yeah. But the performance of it is like—it's it, on par with the Intel Core i9. Okay. Which would be a fucking beefy PC CPU. Yeah. 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 Um. So if they're able to now, I wouldn't imagine if they were to make a a gaming box of some sort that they would put this in it, but they have the potential of doing it as their own chip. Yes, they make it. They're not relying on another company. And the future of PC gaming, or not PC gaming, but PC in general, the future of computing is in the ARM-based processor. Microsoft are looking at it. Nvidia are looking at it. Uh, it's what's in the Switch is an ARM processor. And Apple have pretty much just completely shown the the marketplace on how you make one, how you make one that's incredibly powerful. And so that's why I would think them, they would be able mm. to do it in a way that could actually compete in some in some degree. And I think the yeah. one company that has that that could now not that they are going to fail, but the one company if they were to replace one, 
unfortunately, I think it would be Sony. I don't think Sony has enough to keep going. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you're wrong. I think I think uh, at this point, Sony's game plan is based purely on loyalty. <laughs> I want to say, not that they haven't, they're not pumping money into great studios and great talent and stuff. Yeah. But it's kind of becoming a little bit... Um, I don't know, maybe I'm biased, but the PlayStation seems to be becoming kind of an artsy console for the Oscar-winning games. Well, the thing that would just make me worried is that... But not the fucking... Nintendo were able to make a huge success out of the Switch, right? After failing miserably with the Wii U. And even though they were failing miserably with the Wii U, they were fine. Because uh, supposedly they could have lost money for the next 30 years and they would have been grand. So as a company, financially, they are doing okay. Microsoft <laughs> has not just... Like, Xbox isn't their biggest money maker. Yeah. So I think they would be fine. Play- oh, Microsoft are fine. They're like, they yeah. spent billions on studios. They are fucking grand. PlayStation's biggest... Or Sony's biggest money maker is PlayStation. That's worrying. Right. <laughs> as a company... That's worrying. You have a you have like a, a but movie. But it's putting all your eggs in one basket. You have a them? movie division, and it's like not doing well. You've yeah. got you sell televisions, cam. Do they do cameras still? Phones. They do cameras, tablets. yeah. And uh, you know, PlayStation's your biggest money maker. I think you need to really reassess your company and look at the other divisions and start pumping it. <laughs> yeah. So that's. <laughs> There's some advice for you if you're listening from Sony, guys. <laughs> it's like Quantic Dream, get on it. Sony, get on it. Uh, anyone else that we were talking to, Jared, get on it. Whatever it was, get on it. Uh, but now what we'd love to do is hear from anyone who's been listening to the podcast uh, and get all your thoughts on everything that we brought up today and also love to get your thoughts on that conversation there at the end between Apple, Google, and Facebook, which ones have the highest chance of becoming a serious, serious gaming competitor to the big three at the moment, and why? Why do you think that one? Maybe you think, maybe you have some information that we don't have or that Adam didn't have, and you're like, no, actually, it's going to be Google, and this is why. Um, but we'd love to get into that kind of discussion. So if you have, and and as well, let us know of the of the big three: Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox. If any of them were to get into any kind of trouble, which one do you think it would be? Uh, I think some good points were raised about PlayStation there, but maybe you'll feel differently. Do let us know. Jump into the comments if you're watching this on YouTube and let us know all your thoughts on everything that we talked about today. And if you enjoyed this, give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click that notification bell so you know when you get future content from us. If you're listening to us on audio platforms, you can also touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Brothers Take. Any feedback, any thoughts you want to give, we'd love to hear. And hit that follow icon wherever you are so that you know when we put out future episodes. Thank you very much for listening to us talking about our speculations for the future of gaming, and we hope to hear from you guys in the future. Thank you very much, and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye.